This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Do you want better mental health? Then BetterHelp is for you. It is affordable, accessible, and most importantly, personalized online therapy. There is a special offer to the Lucy Pod listeners. You can get 10% off your first month of professional therapy at betterhelp.com slash the Lucy Pod. That's better, H-E-L-P.com slash the Lucy Pod. Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. Please remember that the Lucy Pod is not a replacement for professional medical advice. If you have questions or concerns about your own amazing brain, please speak to a medical professional. I wish to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which I speak to you all today, the peoples of the Kulin Nation. Always was, always will be Aboriginal land. In this episode of the Lucy Pod, we do talk about heavy themes that may be triggering, such as mental illness, in particular depression, anxiety, suicide, suicidal ideation, death, sexual assault, and eating disorders. Please take care of yourself and don't hesitate to reach out for help if you need it. Resources are linked in the description. And I don't know how my parents do it because I'm such an impatient. So, so easy to get frustrated, but yeah. it's like that's that's Big why babies. we don't do that job. Yeah, yeah. You know? No way. I'm no not way. a teacher because I know that I don't have the patience to do Literally, that. Literally, like I'll tutor and then that's it because exactly. I'm with them for an hour. Yeah. But then I can't imagine the tutoring is fine. You know, I get the experience being able to teach and share knowledge. And they're always good kids. I guess absolutely, with tutoring. Absolutely. I always get smart, brilliant students. Yeah, because it usually is you know one on one or two on one or yeah. something. Yeah. It, it's a lot easier to control, but mm. if you if you're a teacher or mm. you know a preschool, high school, primary school, wherever you are on that sort of age yeah. spectrum, that's hard. You're gonna have all sorts. And people think through. they're all cute. Like I've I've babysat the kids I babysit at Angels, right? And if mm-hmm. I had them in a class, I'd be happy. Mm-hmm. But I've seen what I was like as a kid and the mm-hmm. kids that were in my class. And while I have beef with some of my primary school teachers, they weren't great. I look at some of the kids I had in class and I think, mm-hmm. yeah, you had a rough job. Like, that kid really gave you grief. Like, he wasn't adorable. Mm-hmm. He wasn't cheeky. He was a monster who would throw chairs was, in your it face. It was a nightmare. He it was, was a nightmare. He was and he's continued to be a nightmare. He's yeah. horrible now. He's horrible in high school and he's horrible. Mm-hmm. And there's what? nothing you could do. But it's, yeah. yeah don't do the job. Urgent people, yeah. disabled people, people who are assholes deserve education. Be, deserve education. Yeah. Deserve love. Yeah. Deserve to help. be understood. Deserve help. 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 Not to be you, punished. Can't, you can't just punish someone for something that they can't help. Control. Yeah. You, you help them for yeah. it. Especially when they're a child. Oh, exactly. A you child, know, if like you're a monster when innocent. you're an adult, that's, you know, like, that's there's you. only so that's much I can blame deal my with it. Deal with consequences. You deal know, with if consequences. You're, if you're a grown adult and you just choose to be a prick, then that's your problem. That's on you. That's if on you're you. a child, you have to be really, like, you have to really think where that behavior is coming from. from. It's not just come out of nowhere. No, they're not doing it because they enjoy no way. it. Whether it's, you know, an outside factor, God forbid they're being abused or something. Yeah. Even if, you know, just like they've got a relative at home who's not doing well. Don't, not doing well. Or, or, like, or parents really... who've got no idea what's going on. parents who have no idea. Parents yeah. who are just, you know, they're just ignorant to, not in like a negative no way, way, but, but they, they just, they just yeah. genuinely don't know yeah. about all sorts of different things and they just think they have a difficult child child and it's like that's not and sometimes i see parents with their kids and it's like how can you not see your kids neurodivergent like Mm -hmm. and then they go when the kid gets diagnosed they go i had no idea that they were neurodivergent and then you meet the father and you're like well Well, the dad's clearly autistic or the dad's clearly adhd how did you not think your child like i'm fully Mm -hmm. prepared to have an adhd child i'm yeah absolutely prepared to have it i might not but i'm fully not but i i'm so so, excited i'm like just so prepared for the fact that i'm (laughs) gonna have a child who will probably you know either be ocd or Mm. 
you know, have any other sort of mental mm. illness. Like, it's just bound to happen. But the fact that we know, and obviously there's no solution, we don't have a manual, but I think the fact that I'm ADHD and neurocity will be able mm-hmm. to empathize better it's that with our lived kids. experience lived experience so that we won't look at our kid and feel like we mm-hmm. can't relate to them because it could mm-hmm. be hard if you're not and we'll be able to know the signs to get go get help early so mm-hmm. that we don't have like diagnoses yes exactly. so i was going to ask you because we're talking about school even though you weren't diagnosed when you were in school mm. do you think your teachers failed you in the sense that you clearly were burnt out and they didn't care oh definitely yeah. major major case of golden child syndrome right mm-hmm. here like mm-hmm. seriously with the OCD because I get so fixated on things, which for me was a lot, was my academics. I was really fixated on it and I couldn't... Perfectionist. Perfectionist. I couldn't let myself slip. Yeah. And instead of saying, you know what, Claire, it's all about the improvement. It's about the learning experience and not about the numbers. Yeah. They, it was just all about pumping up 99s, 100s, 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 back to back to back. Mm-hmm. If you don't get those, well, I'm just so disappointed Who are you? in you. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just so... So-and-so did better than you. Oh, well, that's just a real shame, isn't it? And that just feeds into this awful negative... Because your parents mood. weren't putting pressure. Absolutely not. My parents were the complete opposite. And usually they... it's the opposite. And usually exactly. it's teachers who are like, mm-hmm. leave her alone. And the parents going, no, we want her to pump out mm-hmm. 99s. But on this no, end... My, was... my teachers just decided, you are going to make me look like a really good teacher. So I'm just going to fixate on you. You're my little project. project You're not yeah. a kid anymore. Yeah. You're an asset for me to make me look good, to make this school look good. good yeah. And, and I, like I, a show I, pony. It was, I was a show pony. I was, it was a little bit dehumanizing even. Mm. And like, it's humiliating Peaking too. too. Early. And it's like, I just want to be a kid. Mm. You know, I just want to, you know, I have four. And like to, for what? So, yeah. and you know, it's, it's really sad because it's like, so you got, you did, you did fantastically well, but at what cost? Mm-hmm. Like, was it worth exactly. it? Exactly. No. It's like, not really. I could have done, you know, I could have got 10 points less on my ATAR yeah. and still, you know... Been fine. Been in the exact same position I am right now. Yeah. And been a whole lot happier for it. Yeah. And, you yeah. know... And what, like, I always said to myself, like, sometimes I think, you know, I could have gotten an even higher ATAR if I'd done this, but it's like, why would I have made myself sick over something that, in the long run... Is so inconsequential. Is really inconsequential. It just is so nothing. Like, it's it's honestly, at this stage in my life, in embarrassing mm. to talk about high school results yeah. like I go on campus and the first years are like I literally just overheard yeah. them talking about a VCE yeah. exam and I was yeah. like that's mortifying yes yeah, but I'm like and I used to be that person like I used yeah. to t- like literally on the day I got my res- the day after I got my results and we were going away to celebrate I told people at the airport like mm. who are you like <laughs> so, it's so embarrassing like the guy's that's like hilarious. why are you traveling I'm like oh I just got my VCE results and I like showed them to mm-hmm. him like who who does it? But you know what? Yeah. To be fair, I was 18. I'm allowed to. You now, don't really know any better when you're that age. And you know, you've just been in this whole sheltered... Like, you've just been sheltered in And, like, telling your elderly, like, family oh members gosh. you can. But then yes. it's like... And, like, the guy was... Look, to be fair, the guy was actually very interesting. He's like, that's really good. But even, like, America, when we were there, someone asked, like, oh, how did you do on your grades? What was your GPA? And yeah. I told people. It's like... And my mum and dad would say, you know, when you get to uni, you have to, like, stop. Mm. <laughs> it's like real talk. You need to settle it up. Are you sure we talked about it in French class once? We'll talk about that. Oh, my gosh. That's, we'll t- yeah, that's we'll, a story. Yeah, anyway. that's, that's, that's a story that we'll talk anyway, about. Off. Any, anyway. That was so very interesting. So you, felt, you felt failed by your teachers. Definitely. They, okay. I mean, there were, there were some teachers who were fantastic. Like, yeah. they... You know, they, they knew that I enjoyed a challenge. I enjoyed hard work. But and you were intelligent. You were, you were right. And like, I, I enjoy, you know, like really getting my teeth stuck into something. Mm. 
but I don't enjoy I don't want to be sick and exhausted and there were teachers who absolutely understood that and you know they would they would be there to say all right like here's some you know cool stuff to look at some extra sort of extension concepts to look at but then they'd also turn around and say you know what like I'm gonna give you this mark back Mm. You're probably not going to be super happy with it, but you know what? Doesn't this mark, it literally doesn't matter. It like doesn't in matter. the con- in the whole grand scheme of things, like don't worry about this number because I know that like you understand this concept is just a number. And you know what? What's sad is that you could have even gone the other way. They could have done all this pressure to you, and you might have still under you wouldn't you might have mm-hmm. underperformed. So then it's exactly. like at least you perform, but ima- then it's just like so. Why did you even do that if I mm. underperformed? Like, if I didn't even get the my results. school, my and to be fair, like I loved my high school. I've I've no beef with with them. They were great with me my ADHD. But I could see with some students, there were these prized students mm-hmm. that got put so much pressure that at the end they didn't do that well. And you think, and for what? Yeah, like what was the payoff? What was the reward? For like, what? They don't. They didn't do that. Well, not that it matters when I say didn't do well. I'm not turning my nose up at them, mm. but I think so. You didn't even get like the desired outcome. They exactly. Didn't even it's like perform. what was what was the point? What was like, the literally point? why did you decide to take a child, a literal child who's going through puberty, who's yeah. you know struggling with? He has all no sorts idea what's going things. on because they don't. You don't. Mm-hmm. You don't. And they bribe. And, and but... just decide. You know what? I am gonna put you on this one track and just really overwork you and make you feel guilty if you don't. Mm. And for what? For what? It's a VCE factory mentality. It's a it's churning out. And like that's why I I found it so funny that in primary school my teachers were so concerned about me, but not in like a I'm worried about you. It was more of like a she won't even make it to high school. Like I didn't have that language in high school. Like they were like, she'll Mm. be fine. Whereas in primary school it was this they really convinced they tried to convince me that I was completely behind literacy. Mm-hmm. verbally they said that I had a severe social disability that I wouldn't be able to make it and so my parents response was okay so if this is all true what are you doing to help well exactly it's like you what are you doing to help and accuse... she's not gonna make it to high school how are you gonna make sure that she gets mm-hmm. to high school you can turn around and accuse a child oh. of being a failure but I mean you're the adult in the situation you're the teacher especially being the teacher it is your responsibility Ability, to be like... doing something about it and I found it insane that this teacher that gave me so much grief. And if she's listening, she knows who she is and I doubt she'll ever listen. She had an autistic child in her class. Very, you know, difficult student. He really, really struggled. And it was, I could see it was difficult for her to manage him. He was a very, very vocal student and it was hard for him, right? Mm -hmm. And she had this, like, so much empathy for this student when he was, you know, being disruptive, when he was doing his thing that he could not help. Mm -hmm. But for me, it was like, she didn't care and then none of them picked up on it except for one teacher who said, I don't think we can put this down to Lucy being cheeky mm. because she's not just cheeky, she's bright, but she doesn't sit. She seems to repeat things that still have the same consequences. Mm-hmm. And that kind of stuck with my parents. Whereas other teachers were mm-hmm. just like, nah, she's a shit. Yep. She's, she's just, just a pain. Really annoying. I just she's, hate her. I don't want her in my class. Don't want her in my, literally don't want her in my class. It's put, and I found that so unprofessional. Mm-hmm. They would send me to another classroom. Mm-hmm. Which it's like, it's like imagine being a parent and going, I don't want this kid. I'm going to send it to my friend. It's just like, it's it's just admitting failure, honestly. It's, it's just, terrible. Now that I look back at it. And, and giving up so early, like without even bothering to try. To try. Like, like they never yeah. asked me, why do you do this, Lucy? It was, how could you do this? Like it was, it was never a sit down conversation of what's going on with you. You know, yeah. like how it was an intimidation. What's going on in your brain? It's 
look how you're making me feel. Yeah, look how terrible you are. Like, a child has no... Physically, a child's brain is not developed to be able to understand empathy in that way. Yeah, no, not at all. Like, physically cannot do that. So why are you blaming the child? Child. And, like, it was so weird. They would send you know, teach students to talk to the teacher about their friendship issues and the mm. teacher would show them such tenderness. But for me, when I was, you know, exhibiting behaviours that weren't okay, when people didn't want to play with me, I was sent into a dark room on the third floor of the school with a school counsellor that didn't introduce herself, mm. don't didn't give her qualifications and then just started to basically telling me how terrible I was and why I was here and why my teachers didn't mm-hmm. like me. Like, mm. do you know why your teacher sends you to other classes? No, I don't. Well, it's because you're rude and you disrupt. And it's like, did, can I leave? Like, am I under arrest here? Have you yeah. read me my rights? And it's like, also, can you explain to me why? Yeah, like, like I'm 11. Just, like, instead of just telling me off all the time for something that I'm doing, can you actually tell me what it is Yeah, so I'm I can stop and, and show me why? It. Yeah. It's, it's that, like, I'm on That's something that, I, like, throughout my whole childhood was mm. something that my anxiety always stemmed from the unknown. Mm, whether it was you know like when i I just have this distinct memory of when i was really really little Mm. playing like a vhs tape and Mm. there was a there was a play all like play episode and play all option yeah and the play all option scared me genuinely scared me because i thought if i pressed it it would just play on loop and i wouldn't be able to turn it off interesting they're gonna be like that girl came out of the tv and i'm like same (laughs) i have that phobia yeah she's she's actually in she's in the the she's 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 actually here right now watching (laughs) she's like crawling like yeah she she was diagnosed with adhd as well as well and she's here yeah no welcome to the lucy part welcome hi and she's like grab trying to add in some sound effects she's just she's just dripping grease all over the floor literally the grudge the 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 literal grudge so you have seen her stinks stinks absolute bitch but she's amazing so you had a fear of the play all generally like generally something so random obviously i didn't vocalize this as a child because Mm. i just people would think you know but but then like you know once i understood that's how it worked i was like why was i scared i was like i i understand this now and nothing happened for you to ever think that that's why exactly it's literally irrational exactly it's so irrational it is just Come from I don't understand this. I don't. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah, it's I the, don't understand yeah. this, and something bad could happen. Mm. It's not that I know that it will. It's just something bad could, could that, happen. That, that, those were my. And when I, I don't was, know for certain. That's when I when we were in lockdown and I had my period of anxiety where I was like I need to go talk to someone. She's like, so what are you anxious about? It's like, it's not. I'm anxious about this test. It's something in my head. It was something bad is happening. We don't know when. We don't mm-hmm. know what. We don't know how it'll happen but something bad is happening. Mm-hmm. And it was always in the next week. Not in the moment. It was always next week. Yeah. Something terrible is happening. Because this truly everything changes week by week. So rapidly. it's a cloud. It's a cl- It's this, it's like the, they say like the monkey on your back mm. that you, you have to tell like mm-hmm. to off and yeah. to leave you alone. And it's just sitting there and it's mm. telling you something really bad is going to happen to you, Lucy. We don't know. Mm-hmm. Don't know what. Something's going to happen. And my psychologist like, you need to literally say to that voice, like even verbalise it, like, no. Like, go away. Like, that's go irrational, away. crazy thought. Leave me alone. Well, like I in Stranger fine. Things, when he says to the, like, the nightmare yes. or whatever, and Bob says to him, you need to look at him and be like, don't, but then it goes inside him, so. Well, that's a bad example, but you know what? It, yeah, but fine. it's like, just go. Don't eat your nightmares. It's like Harry Potter when he's like, stop it. It's like, expecto Patronum. Yeah. Like you always have to throw like, out a, You just gotta... My anxiety yeah. is Voldemort. My anxiety is Voldemort. Mm, I, like, I feel that. that. I feel that. I, I, 
It's my anxiety, I feel like, is more one of those uh, those mandrakes, you know, when you rip it up and it's just screaming. It's yeah. just that all the yeah. time in my but brain. <laughs> that's me when I talk to people about unrelated issues and topics and they can just hear all, me go, All they hear is the screaming. <laughs> Literally. Like, Please end this conversation. Now. Absolutely. So I have the infamous... <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yes. Venn diagram, diagram. Which we can't show you guys because it's a, it's a audio, but yes. it's very interesting. So on the OCD end, it's got crave routines and familiarity oh my god for sure that, for sure that is so you big, crave big time like as soon as there's any sort of big suggested time rush. Change, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> any sort of suggested change to my like work roster i'm like see i'm the same i don't i don't want this i can't I, but on the other hand like, i do i love change in a way like i love new refreshing things but also not in the day like if someone says in my day we're gonna go out for coffee at 10 and then you say to me no we're actually gonna go out for dinner instead it's like no we can't no no but i've already prepared i've already yeah Yeah. i've prepared to go to coffee with you Mm -hmm. i don't want to go to dinner with you and then you sit through the dinner you're like yeah. Oh, I was meant yeah. to be home. I was yeah. meant to be home. Yes. Risk avoided. I'm the oh same. Oh my god. On, yeah. On this, I'm not an mm-hmm. impulsive. So yeah, some of these things sort of switch over between sides. They do. I mean, that's just the fluidity of, of any sort of, of disorder. The thing. And then yeah. So how Definitely. do you risk avoid? Are you paranoid? Or oh just my like, gosh. I don't want to. I am, I am very paranoid, mm. especially with things like food. Okay. I, yeah. I, I mean, think you've talked to me about this. A there's bit. also yeah. like the sensory issues, which we'll go into yeah, later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah. But it's it's this idea of contaminated food mm. food being like i i struggle to eat leftovers because i'm like what if it's moldy and i just don't know what mm. i remember you off? saying this and you don't like it sitting in the sink not because oh mm-hmm. it's it's like what what grows what mm-hmm. grows there whereas for me if i see that something in the fridge like the cheese has had mold mm-hmm. i then don't want to eat anything else because it's mm-hmm. ruined everything for me yeah even though the, everything else in the fridge is yeah, perfectly fine. it's just that fine. idea of like yeah. it was near something that wasn't good. It wasn't good and now I have to change the routine and now mm-hmm. I can't cope and now I'm a monster. Mm-hmm. It's like, exactly. you know when you're saving a meal at home and someone eats it? Not mm. because I'm spoiled but because it's like I was preparing myself yeah, to it's come like home. I, like that was in my mind. I had that in my mind that I was going to come home and eat that. I was looking forward to, to eating that. that it was going to set was, me up for the day and now yeah. I'm not going to eat. And now I have to rechange my plans. Uh, yeah, and it and yeah. it upsets me. Definitely. Yeah, no, no, same. Executive overload issues. Oh, I feel like this is really interesting because something I find is I am just completely time blind. Same. I, I have no concept I of time. I am the worst. I'm the worst. I cannot yes. keep track of how long something takes. Yes. I just, yes. I, like I am the worst at like trying I to am... get somewhere on time because I just like however long I think it will take me Literally. to get ready. I'm mm-hmm. just like, I just have no idea. I have no, no idea. Concept. And I talked about this with the ADHD and online learning. Because I'm time blind, I don't know after my uni class is finished on Zoom that I need to set aside the time to study. Mm-hmm. How long will it take me to study? Mm-hmm. How long? Completely time blind. That's why exactly. I do everything in advance. Mm. I have to have a schedule for me because when Absolutely. people go, how long is it going to take for you to do this? I'm like... I don't, I don't know. Mm. And then when you ask me this, I'm going to have to, and you give me a time, it should take you 10 minutes. I don't know what that means. It's like, uh, I, I, I can't see that. Like, sure. Like you say it might take 10 minutes, but I, I don't, I'm saying, I don't know. Completely to mm-hmm. have no. And it's like, and then like to me, I'm like, 
how long is 10 minutes? How long is 10? Is that short? Is that, is that, to me, is that going to feel like a really long 10 minutes or is that just going to go by really quick, quick. and it's going to be inconsequential? Absolutely. I, I love how know. I'm just ticking all the boxes uh, on the OCD. Oh my God. Maybe, and then we'll see maybe what you, you need to get rediagnosed. Maybe I need to get rediagnosed. <laughs> and this whole podcast is a scam. Um, <laughs> a, a sham. Persistent stressing through thoughts, sensations, ideas, and obsessions. Yeah. No, absolutely. This, yeah. this is well, this the, is the OCD. This is the O in OCD. It's yeah. Obsessive. It's just this ruminating, these intrusive thoughts that mm. just are on loop, on repeat, yeah. over and over yeah. and over. Just yeah. random shit. Random, yeah. Random shit. Like I was trying to trying to clean a, a glass cabinet at work and mm. I took the, you know, one of the glass panels out just to wipe it I'm down. Like, what if I stuck this in my throat? My whole, the, literally the whole time I was like, what if this breaks like in my hands, shatters and I get glass all in my hands? Yeah. The whole time I was like literally shaking. Me, when I have the phone to my ear, what if this has radiation poisoning in me? Right? It's like, what? It's like, it's like shut up, shut yeah, up. And it's like, and it's always the things that I don't understand. Is it, uh, yeah, and that are not, probably not mm-hmm. going to happen. And that yeah. if they do, like, it, okay, it'll shatter in your yeah, hand, but yeah. you'll be right. But it's that... But yeah. what you... It's like that things, things like you know, radiation thing. I'm per- personally very fine because I understand it really well yeah. because I studied it so yeah. extensively. I'm not afraid of a microwave okay. in any capacity. Yeah, no, me neither. Know... See, I'm not scared of microwave, yeah. but my phone close to my ear. Yeah, I'm like, what like that? I know how it works, so yeah. like I understand that it's fine. But something that I'm not super familiar with, like I don't know, but like I a lot of it. just physical, tactile things that I'm so not used to, like. Mm. I, I, Again with the glass, I pick it up and I'm like, "What if it shatters? What if it shatters? What, what if, if it? What if it? Cuts what if it goes in my mouth? Yeah, yeah. I, I've never been cut by a shard of glass before. No. I don't know how it feels. And fingers crossed, you don't. <laughs> fingers, you know, that might change today. Knock yeah. on wood. Literally, I've got glasses here. Just, <laughs> just far out. Yeah, no. Um, and presence of compulsions. Do you yeah. have the compulsion? Like, yeah. So mine, mine are fairly mild with the compulsions. Luckily, mm. um, mine are not so much. You know, flicking the light switch ten times before I go yeah. to bed. Yeah. It's more things like they they sort of come and go. Um. Mm. One that I had for a little while was checking the mailbox. Anytime I walked past the mailbox, mm. I had to check it. I was like, it's the third time I've checked today, but because Interesting. it's like an itch that I have to scratch. I'm like, I just, I want like that mailbox in my brain. It's like, I'm focusing on that mailbox. Like, I have to check it. I have to check and it. And what do you think will happen if you don't? It's just Well, that's the thing. I don't know. It's just, it just makes me really uncomfortable. For me, it's not so yeah. much that if I don't do it, you know, like I have what is considered fairly mild OCD. Yeah. Mm. So if I don't do it, I'm not going to think, oh, my mom's going to hit get hit by a 14-wheeler. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. That's it. That's it. It's more mm. that I just, again, like an itch I have to scratch. I just feel so you have to do it. uncomfortable. Mm. Yeah. Like, yeah, no, no. It, like wearing a, wearing a shirt that's too tight. Gosh. We're going to talk about sensory issues. Oh, my gosh. We're going yeah. gonna... to. Sure. Um, I have that thing. I, I, don't, I don't know if you could call it compulsion. I have to say my battery percentage out loud. Mm, that's a fun one. I don't know why. Every time, like, and obviously, like, not in public, but every time, like, I'm in a place where there's no one there, I look at my battery percentage about five, ten times, yeah. and I have to say it out loud. Mm-hmm. And it's like it's a control thing. It's just well. a control, and exactly. I'm like, okay, it's on, yeah. And I have to, and I say it's fifty eight, fifty eight percent, fifty eight. Like before right, you were coming cool. here, I was on my phone going, yeah, fifty eight. it's on fifty eight percent. So yeah, and I and I don't know why. Something like that. And like yeah, and if I, I mean, don't, when it's I was, like when I was walking here, going past the houses, I was like counting like the house number i was like yeah. okay 60 62 yeah 64 i missed it gotta 60, go back oh shit like i missed it. oh that one was 64 okay yeah 66 yeah no, no going no. upstairs there's one two three four five six seven eight oh hang on that wasn't quite like my i did one the more step. step on my left leg than my right leg that doesn't feel even yeah yeah and then there's me with the special awareness it's like i don't even know what leg i'm walking on yes. i don't even know where yes. i am <laughs> it's like you're counting the steps i'm like where am i where am I'm i i'm like walking? i'm detached from my body i'm just a floating entity <laughs> i'm a i'm a ghost yeah i'm a ghost and <laughs> intrusive thoughts oh my god for you, sure yeah oh my gosh 
things that I just do not want to talk, things that I would never rationally think about. No. A lot of people um, with OCD like don't personally get this too much, but they get issues with like, um, you know, they get sexual thoughts of children. Yes, and it's like I've, re- I've and heard it's like those. The point yeah. of the intrusive thought is that it's not something because it's to intrusive. Think about. They're not things that's yeah. literally the point is that yeah. it's something you don't want to think about, which is why it comes up. Literally, For me, it's things like. I don't know. It could be something like a violent crime. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, whether it's, I'm and then doing sometimes it like, is that being watching too much true crime? Yeah, yeah. It's like, is that, or is it just a random intrusive thought? Yeah. Literally, I saw it. I think, I don't know if it was on Reddit or TikTok. Someone made a really good point. They said, for any of you, because there was someone who was saying, you know, I, I'm really upset because I'm having intrusive, intrusive thoughts about, um, uh, children, which I've mm-hmm. never sort of come across. Like, I've never had mm-hmm. a, a thought of that and I hope mm-hmm. not to. And they said, does that make me a pedophile? Like, does that help? Mm-hmm. It starts because I have to blur that word word out, and um, the person said the thing is what would distinguish the thing that distinguishes you from pedophiles that you feel bad about these thoughts exactly exactly the point is that those intrusive thoughts are coming up because they you don't want to think them they're not thoughts of like kill your family and you go and kill your family they're it's oh my god kill no I yeah. don't know. I and like this bad. is I mean this is going to be just a trigger warning for yeah. people I'm going to mention suicide yeah um. I am not suicidal no. in any shape no. or form, no. but I get intrusive thoughts of suicide. suicide. Yeah, because they know idea, that that makes you know, uncomfortable. Yeah, but you exactly. Never. I'm like, I know, you know, I'll be stuck in a situation and, and I'm just uncomfortable, anxious, and the intrusive thoughts are just kill yourself. That'll fix it. Yeah, just kill yep. yourself. Yep. Do- I'm like, yep. no, I really don't want to. I don't want to. Which it's is a- why intrusive thoughts are distressing because you don't want. You them. don't, and also I think some of them are sensory seeking. Like I've never. Again, another trigger warning, self-harm. Mm-hmm. I've never self-harmed. I've never had thoughts of self-harming. But sometimes I'll be cutting something with a knife. I'm mm-hmm. like, what if I just sliced yeah. my wrist? Literally. What if Not I just... Because, because of yeah. what would that What if I just bit my finger off? And right that's now? why I bite my nails so much. Because, like, how much can I bite off? Like, what will that feel like? What yeah. will my fingers look like? So mm-hmm. I would never self-harm. I would never do mm-hmm. that. I would never take that risk. But it's that sensory seeking of... Yeah, I was like, what if? What like, if what, I just... What would it feel like? Like, what if I just... Yeah. Shling? And yeah. I would obviously be in horrific yeah. pain, and I know that, but it's that... It's like, but what does it feel like? Novelty. Yeah, it's yeah, novelty. Absolutely. And now with ADHD, and then yeah, we'll do what we have yeah. in common. So ADHD, curious to hear your thoughts on these. I crave novelty and new experiences. Yeah. I feel like that's probably just that constant need for... Stimulation. Dopamine here, you know. Yeah, I, I want to do something new. Like, even though I'm a very routine-based person, mm-hmm. I think that's because that's the way my parents sort of raise and mm-hmm. organise me. I don't like doing the same thing. Like, let's go on an adventure. Let's try a new restaurant, mm-hmm. right? I don't want to go to the same place because then I'll get bored and I'll be in a bad mood. Mm-hmm. Impulsive and risk taking. I'm not. I'm not on that end. Yep. I think that's my yep. personality. I'm too scared. Yeah, I'm well, too some scared. Of us, some of us, you know, who have that anxiety mixed into. Yeah, I'm too scared. Just, just too scared. I don't have, and also I think a lot of the risk that I see that young girls with ADHD take are risks that are born from their parents telling them no. Like I had a mm-hmm. friend who. Her parents didn't want her going out at night and drinking um, and, you know, they thought she was too young to be having sex. And for her, being ADHD, she couldn't understand why it wasn't a good idea for her mm. to be drinking at, you know, 15 yeah. and having unprotected sex. consequence that could come from it. Exactly. So what she would do is she would sneak out at night and meet people. Mm. And I would say to her, you, do, do you do realise how dangerous they are? She's like, no, I don't care, I'm fine. And it kind of was born mm. from that. Whereas I'm on the end of my parents, not that they let me drink when I was 15, but... You know, as I got older, my parents have never been that whole, like, if you drink, we'll kick you out. And if mm-hmm. you have a boyfriend, so I've never felt the need mm. to take risks because Absolutely. my parents are very... No, no real like, need to rebel. Just not, I don't need yeah. to because my parents are chill, yeah, so I don't no, need kind to. Of, kind of the same here as well. Like, you know, 
there was never this whole big thing for me with alcohol, like, oh my gosh, I'm going to sneak out and get, like, crazy Pissed, drunk. Yeah, it was, when it you're was 18, like, let's have a you know, drink my parents dinner. were like, you know what, you're, you know, you're 16 now, you can have a try of this wine that yeah. I'm having, you know, see what yeah. you think. Mm. And we'd discuss it, we'd talk about it, yeah. so it wasn't this whole big crazy thing. It's like you have it at a meal with yeah. family, you have it with exactly. a nice, you know, um, meal out, you know, with mm-hmm. pasta, it goes well, it's not this... Yeah. <gasps> you talk about the flavours that you taste. Yeah. You talk yeah. about, you know, where it's from and, mm. you know, different types of things that you like to drink yeah. rather than it being all about, oh, this is but, awful, but I'm drinking it just so that I can feel drunk. Yeah, feel drunk and if you get drunk, yeah. I'll hurt which, you, like demonising Which, you know, if you're an adult and you drink just to get drunk, that like, I do that too. Like, yeah. you're well within your rights to do that. I think that. people plentiful do that. It's yeah. just, like, yeah. no, I don't, no one needs to be given permission to do yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, to do that. You're <laughs> Especially not for me. Yeah, but, you know. <laughs> Especially not for me. A raging alcoholic. I, yeah, Welcome actually, to AA. This is actually an intervention oh for Claire. Oh um, we're really worried about her and her um her behaviour and, and, and such. The glass I have right now is just vodka. Um, we had to cut for a, a moment. So, yeah, we were talking about vodka and how this is an intervention mm. for uh Yeah. Claire, so <laughs> tell us about being no, what's so, it like the OCD and an alcoholic? And an alcoholic, well, one started after the other, yeah, and look, it's they, they just happened at exactly the same time. <laughs> um, difficulty regulating attention and focus, yes, mm, for me. How yeah. about for you? Uh, complete opposite, you. I can't break my focus. That sounds nice, oh, and, <laughs> and you're like, no, it's not, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, why it can be, yeah. like, it I definitely is like one of my OCD superpowers. I guess yes is um being able to work on a project and finish it zero and I will not do anything else until it's done oh that sounds kind of that that bit sounds good it's 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 great you know it means I get things done and I always have like another example from when I was a little kid I was in like three or four year old kinder and like for three months or something I was determined to build a really big model of a shark and I did it Oh my god, where did you build it from? Lego? I I actually can't remember what it was, but it was like a big big barrel of some sort and I like made the fins and everything and like mm. the face and I was so proud of it. And I just every day when I went into kinder when like, you know, we could go play and do our own things, I'd go work on my shark. I was oh, like, shark. I didn't want to talk to any of the other kids because none of them were interested. You know, none of them were interested in my shark and also if they tried to help me on my shark, they wouldn't do a good enough job anyway. So and, and you'd get upset. Yes, yeah, exactly. I was the kid who was putting pins on seats so that kids would sit on them and get a pin in their butt. So Super that was brilliant. Honestly, that was me and like waking kids up during nap honestly, time. F- them kids, they deserve it. Yeah, you know. Literally, so I was just like, yeah, you know. And you're with your shark, and we all have our interests. Yeah, mine were torturous, and yours was. Productive. And you know what? That's fine. We're That's all okay. we're all different. We're all different. We're all adults. This some kids of don't us, remember. Some it. of us uh like jigsaw and some of us <laughs> like to do jigsaw. Jigsaw behavior. Like I remember <laughs> I was making a joke to my dad. I said, you know, how do parents not see like that their kids are serial killers, like they're torturing animals? He goes, Well, how do you think we felt when you were sticking pins on people's seat? <laughs> like, I don't know. I just I'd never killed a family dog, so <laughs> I mean it's yet. a little bit different. Yet. No, yet. no, 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 no threats against yeah. animals, guys. If if Bubbles barks again though. <laughs> might reconsider that if she barks again i'm <laughs> smiling at her but i'm gonna hurt her just kidding, um, we, we adore dogs we, we love, love we do love dogs it's just a joke i promise I, we promise don't report us uh, yeah, hyperactivity. hyperactivity oh my god and yeah, impulsivity no. no no can't relate at all i yeah. am lethargic about everything i love it it's like i'm off the phone like i'm lethargic you're, you're just like oh my god i'm so hurt i'm like 
I, I want to lay down. Like, I'm tired all the time. If you offered me a nap at any hour of the day, I'd say yes. <laughs> Sounds like you're an insomniac. Which we'll actually talk about, the, talk about the sleep issues. Sleep issues. Yeah. Time blindness. Is oh, there it is. There is. That's something that I definitely relate to. Yep. Yep. Object permanence issues. Out of sight, out of mind. Mm, so if you ask me to do the dishes and I'm in the yeah. kitchen and I see the dishes, I'll remember to do them. If we're in here right yeah. now and there's dishes there, out of sight, out of mind. Not because I don't care. Not because, because I'm avoid. It's not there. It's, it's if not, it's not your, there, it's, it's not, not real. your field of focus right now. Yeah, it's not. Literally. And then the other one that you say you can zero in, I have the hyper-focus thing. Mm. Oh, bye-bye. Oh, oh, my God, bestie. Salut, Jordan. Jordan. <laughs> me doing scripts for my students. <laughs> hyper-focus occasionally happens with me on whatever given thing, an essay, a project, I can mm-hmm. just sit for mm-hmm. as long as and I need. I think need. it's like that special interest thing as well. Yes, yes, it for is. Sure. It is. Mm-hmm. Like so s- I can sit and watch, you know, a 10-hour police interrogation of true mm-hmm. crime. Yeah. Um, and I it's can... It's like, I, I'm going to watch Chris Watts get slammed for killing his wife and kids. How did you know Chris I Watts? I just had it every you? time. It's Chris Watts. Every it's always Chris I watch his interrogation. Jodie Aris' oh interrogation. Oh I God, can go so on. As soon as someone mentioned they watched a whole 10-hour interrogation, I'm like... Chris. It must have been Chris Watts, and I bet you watched the body cam footage too. Oh, yeah, the body cam footage. Every, I've watched <laughs> Everyone's seen the Chris Watts body cam footage. footage. Because, oh, my God. Watching, I should see what you're back and you're just like, oh, my God, the neighbors knew. Guilty they knew that, that police officer. The way knew. he just, like, he was so weird. Preposterous. Okay. He's put it, it's egregious. Or even have you seen the one of Stephanie Lazarus? She's the yes. cop. Yes. Yes. Oh, my God. And just like. And she just, us, like, if she I, just keeps like going on about random stuff and like these these remember. interviewers are trying to like keep her on track and she's just like bringing up all these other random stuff talking about how much of a good cop she is well, and stuff. It's Weirder. insanity, you know? Because if I'm a killer, I would be strategic. I wouldn't talk to the police. But because those killers are so arrogant, they think they can outsmart the police. Mm-hmm. But what they don't realize is how guilty they look. They oh look, my God, they just make themselves look so look. much worse. There's like when you speak about someone in the past tense, mm-hmm. that's not a good sign. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I'm watching this, well, listening to this uh, other true crime podcast is being updated on the regular. Oh, um, what like is it it's called? A, it's called The Lady Vanishes. Um, it's Ooh. it's done by one of the major news news networks here. Um, and it's it's sort of an ongoing investigation that started a couple of years ago mm-hmm. with, you know, this woman reached out. She's like, my mum's been missing for 20-something years. I've been searching for her on my own. The police are doing nothing. I just need, like, this is my last resort. I'm desperate. Oh, no. And now, now t- like, two years later of this you know, podcast, they haven't found it, but they're doing an inquest, a coronial inquest. And they I'm have, telling you, true crime sleuths it's, Seriously, it's insane. And they're saying, like, if we hadn't done this podcast, if these people who genuinely care hadn't got involved and like helped us i love that here. that's really see that's i really enjoy that because you know there's the other side of true crime where people are really disrespectful mm. and release oh, really and they make porn. it a, yeah murder porn and they make Disgusting. it inappropriate but i love ones like there was a recent one i can't remember her name but she was a jane doe case and mm. thanks to reddit and all of these people we found her like mm. we 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 were we they were able to figure out yeah. who this Jane Doe was. Mm-hmm. And you're just, it's amazing it's the way whole, the internet. Yeah, it's, it's that victim-centred narrative or that yeah. perpetrator-centred narrative. Narrative where it should be, let's help the victim. Let's it help should always be the victim. The victim. The victim. Okay. Unless we want to find who the killer is. Um, yeah, and they found the killer. They you know, killer. you know, you can you can talk about the horrendous crimes that this But there are only so much did. that I want to hear about yeah, the gory exactly, details. Like, only, like, I don't want to listen to in-depth of how this woman was 
because you know yeah. what? The thought that that could happen to me. me. And, like, and then you a... get obsessed with it. Exactly. And, you and it's like, yeah. you know what? Unfortunately, there is a very high chance that that could genuinely happen to me. I have to avoid those cases. I have to stick to cases exactly. that are a I have to stick to less... ones that are a little bit more fantastical, I guess, in a yeah. way for me. Yeah. Like Otherwise, can... I'm like, okay, well, this is just... I can't cope bit... with unsolved cases. They really bug me. I need a resolution. I need a resolution. I need a resolution. Like, I'm not coping with the Isdale woman and the Somerton man. don't... Oh, my God. The the Somerton man with me. The Isdale woman... I she's a spy pretty, i for sure i have a pretty solid grasp on the narrative now again after listening to a ridiculously in-depth episode about it where they went around the way and just like talk to i need to know i i'd like and i have to know who put lubella in the witch elm i need to i need to know where madeline is oh i i need to know i need to I know, need to know. I, I, hate hate, I hate unsolved crimes i hate not knowing I hate Which that. is why I like if there is an unsolved case, I get really hard fixated on Same. it because I need to know every single detail. And then I repeat it back yep. to everyone. So I can at least it. have some sort of grasp on what may have happened. May have ha- I need to know, and that's why I have to look into theories because then it's like if mm-hmm. I don't have a theory, what am I? Elisa Lamb kind of messed with me a little bit to start. Uh, with, don't get but me started. But then, like, I the more I looked into it, I, the more I was like, wow, I feel really sorry for her. It's kind of really grim because you can yeah, see that it's like you can tell she was just she was just mentally ill. You know, people have taken a couple of clips that look a bit weird. Like, sure, the one of her in the elevator looks weird. But that's but, probably because she like, had a mental illness. You know what? Like, with my OCD, I just have, like, this compulsion to just sort of, like, wave my hands around. Like, I have, like, there's an itch. Yeah. There's an itch I need to scratch yeah. in the air next to my head. Yeah. I'll just wave And I hate it. when they say killers. Like, they go, the killer was found to be autistic or ADHD. It's like, yeah, it's and like, that has nothing to do like, with the okay. violent crime that they committed. Exactly. Because most people who are ADHD, autistic, and OCD do not want to hurt anyone it's, and never have it's, it's and never will. like, they are mutually exclusive things. They like, literally, they he's a serial killer and he just happens to be ADHD. Yeah. It's like, sure, maybe it might have, like, affected his patterns of behaviour, but... Had nothing didn't to make do him with a it. killer. Like, yeah. It's like playing video games for um, being oh, a killer. Oh, like, no, you're just a parent. Yeah, you're just, yeah. Sorry. But, yeah, no. Same, yes. same, same. So now, where do we have the overlap? Sleep Ooh, issues. Yeah. Me, no. Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. Don't forget the special offer to the Lucy Pod listeners, where you can get 10% off your first month of professional therapy at BetterHelp dot com slash the lucy pod that's better h-e-l-p dot com slash the lucy pod